let's take a look at what static electricity is. Now, all objects are neutral. All objects are neutral because they are made of atoms, and atoms are neutral. And why are they neutral? Well, because they've got the same amount of positive protons as they do negative electrons. So because they've got the same amount of positives as negatives, these cancel each other out and they're neutral. So imagine I have a balloon and that is neutral. And I have a jumper and that is neutral. And I rub them together. When I rub them, there is friction. And that friction drags electrons off one of those objects onto the other. So let's imagine the balloon loses electrons. And those electrons go onto the jumper. That leaves the balloon positively charged because it has lost electrons. The jumper will have gained electrons the jumper will now be negatively charged. We say that jumper is now statically charged. The reason that jumper is statically charged is because it now has excess electrons built up on it. It's got too many electrons now all built up. And these excess electrons can jump. They want to get to the ground. And when they jump, that's what we call static, static electricity. Now that balloon and that jumper technically could now attract each other. It could attract each other because the balloon is now positively charged and the jumper is negatively charged and opposite charges attract. So that's what static is. It's where there's friction Electrons move, one becomes positive, one becomes negative, they attract, but the static is actually the build-up of those excess electrons that can jump. Let's take a look at induced static charge. Induced charge. So, imagine you have a balloon, and that balloon, you have rubbed it, and it has become negatively charged. So you have a negatively charged balloon and you bring that towards a neutral wall. Now we all know, because we will have tried this, that balloons do attract and stick to a wall. Well how is it that a negative balloon can attract to a neutral wall? Normally, we say opposite charges attract. But in this example, we have a negative charge attracted to a neutral. Now, this is why this can happen. It's because of induced charge. That wall is made up of atoms that have an equal balance of positive protons and negative electrons. When you bring that negative balloon towards the wall... Those negative electrons that are on the shell in the wall, they can move and they move to the opposite end of the atom. And therefore, those electrons have moved and repelled to the opposite side of the atom. So the neutral wall 
is now got positive nucleus on one side with the negative electrons on the other side, so they're still neutral, but the negative balloon can attract to the positive nucleus of the wall. That is what we call induced charge. The wall has, has an induced charge and therefore they can attract. It's the same if, as if you bring a positive object towards the wall. If you bring a positive object towards the wall, the electrons in the atoms of the wall can attract and move round to the front of the atom and attract to that positive balloon. So that's why charged objects can actually attract to neutral objects. Let's take a look at the uses of static. One main use of static is spray painting. So imagine you have a car and you want to spray paint that car. What you can do is make the car negatively charged. You can then make the paint positively charged. Then when you spray it out of the spray gun, the positively charged paint will attract to the negatively charged car because they're opposites and opposites attract. And this is brilliant because it means there is less waste. Now another good thing about this is because every single droplet of that paint is the same charge as the one next to it, each droplet of paint will repel from each other. And that gives a nice, even coat over the car. So there's two benefits. Less waste, more even coat. Now, farmers can also use this. So they can, when they um, are growing their crops, they want to put um, like insecticide on them to kill the insects so their crops don't get ruined. So this insecticide they can put again in a sprayer but they can charge that, that um, insecticide. So that again, every little drop of that insecticide will have the same charge as each other. So let's say we make that insecticide negatively charged. Each little droplet that's negatively charged will repel from each other and give a nice even coat all over the crops. Not only that, those electrons, um, the negatively charged paint, want to go to earth they're attracted to earth so they will fall quickly and be less likely to blow away we also use static in chimneys so for example you have um, factories that give off a lot of pollution and a lot of smoke now what they can do is there's nasty chemicals or nasty particles in this smoke that we don't want getting into the atmosphere so as the smoke comes up through the chimney, they can charge it. They can make it negatively charged. And then in the top of the chimney, on the sides, they have positively charged plates. So as the negatively charged smoke goes up the chimney, it will then get attracted to the positive plate and it won't go into the atmosphere, making it cleaner. Now, photocopiers also use static electricity. So we use it to attract the small particles of ink onto the paper in the right places. Again, by making the paper one charge and the particles another charge. Let, 
Lightning is a naturally found static electricity, so it's not a use, but lightning is static electricity. In the clouds, we have water vapour and ice moving past each other, causing friction. Electrons can build up on the bottom of the cloud. When these electrons build up enough, they jump to Earth as lightning. And that's why we have buildings that have those little metal spokes on top of them. It's allow allowing the electrons the the chance to get to Earth without going through the actual building. It's providing them a, a safe route to, de to get to the ground. So what are the dangers of static? Well, when there is a build-up of excess electrons, that's what static is, a build-up of excess electrons. These excess electrons want to get to Earth they can jump as a spark. And that's where the danger comes in. When these excess electrons jump as a spark, that spark, if it hits anything flammable, like imagine in a petrol station, um, the spark jumped and hit some petrol on the floor, it could ignite that and cause a fire which is very dangerous. But that spark could also jump and hit a human. And if it does, it can cause, cause static burns, it can cause your muscles to contract, and it can even cause death. Therefore, we have to have some safety features. So, one of the main safety features to do with static is an earth wire. Now, I'll use an example here. Imagine you've got an aeroplane flying through the sky. As that aeroplane's flying through the sky, the air is rubbing over the aircraft. And that means there's friction between the aircraft and the air. And when there's friction electrons transfer and the electrons will transfer from the air onto the aircraft. So that aircraft builds up and builds up and builds up more and more electrons as it's flying and then when it comes into land that plane is very dangerous because it's got excess electrons covering it and those excess electrons could jump down and ignite any fuel that's on the runway or if anyone comes near it it can jump to them which could cause heart attack and death. So what they do is they connect an earth wire between that plane and the ground and that earth wire is made out of a metal, a conductor and it allows those electrons a safe passage from the plane to the ground so they don't have to cause a spark, they don't have to jump. Now this has a proper scientific word and it's called discharging. So the earth wire allows the excess electrons to flow through it to the ground, discharging the plane, making it safe as there will not be a spark. So that's how we make it safer.
let's take a look at electric fields. All charged objects have an electric field around them that determines how they will interact with other charged particles. And this is why static electricity is classed as a non-contact force. Because of these electric fields, you can feel the effect without having to touch the object. So in electric fields, we have some rules. We draw the circular object and if that's a positively charged object, the electric field lines come out of the positively charged object and they come out at 90 degrees. Now, if that object is a negatively charged object, then the field lines go in. Now, when you're drawing these, you need to make sure you have your arrowheads on to show that the field lines point away from positive and into negative. This is a little bit like magnets. It explains why charges attract and repel. Because if you have a positive and a negative next to each other, the field lines can come out of one out of the positive object and go into the negative object, attracting them and pulling them together. We also have a uniform field where we have two parallel plates where one plate will be positive and one plate will be negative. And the field lines will just go straight from the positive to the negative. So that is what field lines are. It is the force around the charged object. And when we draw them, we have to make sure they're pointing in the right way. Positive field lines coming out and field lines going in to negative.